Welcome into a special edition of Locked On Astros Monday Night Live. You're listening to Tuesday. We got our man, Roflo, Houston's own Robert Flores from MLB Network to give us all his thoughts on the Houston Astros. And does he think they can repeat in 2023? Let's go. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are locked on Houston Astros, and we're your daily Astros podcast. I am H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find the show at Locked on Astros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as well. And you can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. And with me is a fan favorite, one of our favorites, Mr. Robert Flores. Robert, thank you for joining us. Tell everybody where they can find you and where they can see you on a daily basis. Uh, well, MLB Central comes on Houston time, 8 a.m., Monday through Friday on MLB Network. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Real RealRealFlow and, and at RealFlow on Twitter or X or whatever the hell they're calling it these days. And uh, find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash RealRealFlow as well. Yeah, that's right. You are an MLB The Show gamer. Um, yeah. You know, maybe you can share me some of your secrets because I will nah. play. I will try to do one of these, like you know, start your own career in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. and I will just get like I don't. I don't even want to go through the grind on a video game. I don't know how these minor leaguers do it in real life. And let me tell you, you you got to be pretty involved. But has that has that been a fun thing for you just to get involved with that and maybe the gaming community? Yeah, um, I, I enjoy. In fact, uh, I, I see Jason right there in, in, in the comments. He uh, he checks out my streams quite frequently uh, uh, on Twitch and on Facebook. So um, I, I enjoy it, you know, plus, um, you know, myself and a handful of other uh, of my colleagues are actually in uh, MLB The Show and have been for the past uh, two or three years. So um, I, I think it's pretty cool. I, I enjoy it. I like playing the game, probably take it a little too too seriously, especially for someone of my age. But uh I enjoy it. I think it's a different way to uh, connect with fans and chat with fans about baseball. Yeah, definitely. I remember, because uh, that reminds me, when we were in college, I was at Howard Payne University in Central Texas, and when Derek Lee first got called up to the majors, the first time he was in a baseball game, we were playing Sega Genesis, and my friend, like, he he came running to our apartment with this brand new game that he unwrapped and he's like yeah. my boy Derek Lee he grew up with Derek Lee in California in Sacramento they played um a they played um select ball together and it was so cool that you had that your friend was a friend of someone on the game mm-hmm. um you say you guys are on the game I know um John who's the Rockets PA announcer is a friend of mine he's on the NBA um NBA you know, 2K yeah NBA 2K he's you know he's the Rockets voice on there he does some stuff so that's that's definitely really, really cool. And it is a great way to connect with the fans. But let's just get right into it. This AOS battle. Yeah. You know, early on in the season, we saw the Rangers were going to be a formidable opponent. Mm-hmm. But I have to admit, and and, and I, I think a lot of Astros fans and a lot of Astros nations were there where I was, where we thought, okay, you know, 
Rangers are going to get hot, then they're going to cool off. Water's going to yeah. find its level. The Astros will be there by June, and then it got July. Well, by July, then August. Well, maybe late August. And like they haven't changed their position. This AOS battle, it's a real battle. Oh, yes, for sure. Um, I, I kind of resigned myself to the fact at the beginning of the season that the Astros were going to start slowly. Uh, they've played a lot of postseason games since 2017, a lot. Um, and plus, with the extra round now that they have in Major League Baseball of postseason play, it takes a toll on you physically. It takes a toll on you mentally. Throw in with the fact that the injuries uh, throughout the roster, especially in the starting rotation. So I, I was kind of resigned to the fact that they would start slowly. I knew I knew the Rangers would be good. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Bochy wasn't going to come out of retirement uh, and, and not have his and not not have his team winning. He wasn't coming out. He didn't need the money. Uh, he wasn't doing it for for his health. Uh, he came out to win. So I knew that the Rangers were going to be significantly better. Um, they have been better than the Astros. Uh, not necessarily head-to-head, but they are a better offensive team than the Astros top to bottom, and that's been the case throughout the season. Um, you know, can the Astros catch them? I don't know. I know that they have a big series with the Rangers coming up. Uh, I believe that's over Labor Day weekend, and that could ultimately decide it. I see right now that the Astros are losing to the Marlins, and, you, you know, you, you look at what they've done the last two series – uh, they took two of three from the Angels, took two of three from the Orioles, really had a good week, but Dilly didn't really gain much ground because the Rangers don't lose or haven't been losing. Yeah, and so let's let's talk about that and the importance of this race. Be, and you and I were talking pre-show about this a little bit, and this is a hot mm-hmm. topic. And, you know, I'm not I'm not going to ask you to to like, you know, dog anybody out or or agree or disagree, but the whole Martin Maldonado thing. Yeah. And, Yiner Diaz, um, you know, tonight um, I, I made the comment to you, gosh, you know, I really wish Diaz was in this lineup tonight. Yeah. And that has been a topic. Um, there is a lot of concentration put on the fact that people believe that because of the way the lineup's constructed in rest days. Yeah. That Dusty is somehow sabotaging the division and not really pushing forward because they're like the Rangers are playing every day. And I'm like, but do you realize this team has played more playoff games in the last six years than any team combined? Yeah. You know, what do, what do you make of it? You know, you're there with the experts. You talk mm-hmm. to MLB players. You talk to insiders. You talk to former big leaguers. And the lineup construction, is it – I mean, are we five or six wins where we should be up right now if we no. have DS playing more? No. Is it not I, I mean, he, here's what I'll say uh, about um... – you know, Martin Maldonado is like, uh, you know, is an easy target for for Astro fans, and he's not a good offensive player. His best days are probably behind him. Uh, that's fair. Uh, he's never really been an uh, an exceptional offensive player. But is he is is Martin Maldonado the reason the Astros lost? Take say for instance yesterday. No, they were zero for nine with runners in scoring position. This offense consistently, consistently, look early, a few days ago, they scored back-to-back runs of 11, or back-to-back games of 11 runs. What are they doing tonight? Two to nothing in the sixth inning. How many hits do they have? Four. How many, what, what's their, one for seven with runners in scoring position. Hmm. Is that Martin Maldonado's fault? <laughs> no. no, is it? If not. 
No, no it's not. It's not. And for people to think that Dusty, look, Dusty Baker has forgotten more about baseball than you and I and everyone else that I'm looking on these comments section will ever know. So they have more information than us. They have more information than you. They have more information than me. They have more information than Romeo loves Dan, more information than Jason Elliott, Lane Frost, Albert, Arhenis, Garrett, Arlie, uh, Regina. They have more info. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing you have to consider. Um, do pitchers like pitching to Martin Maldonado better than Yanir Diaz? I don't know. But if they do, that matters. It, it, it certainly matters to Justin Verlander. He's not yeah. coming over here to pitch to some guy that he's not feeling confident in. So, you know, there, I think there are a lot of things um, that people don't really consider or they, you know, they think that it's, you know, that Dusty has just lost his mind or the Astros front office has lost his mind. So, right. um, yeah, Martin Maldonado is, it's basically like having a pitcher spot. When he's in the lineup, but again, I, I'm I'm looking at their I'm looking at their at their lineup right now. You've got Altuve; he's got two hits. Tucker's 0 for three. Bregman's 0 for 0 for two. Alvarez, and again, they've left six runners on base so far tonight, and they're right. only through six innings. They're one for seven with runners in scoring position. Let's take a look at what they did yesterday with runners in scoring position when they lost two to one. Martin Maldonado started the game. The Astros, they were 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position, and they left nine men on base. Martin Maldonado was batting ninth. So, you know, if you want to talk about what the bigger problems are with this team and what's going to prevent, I know I'm looking at your rundown here. Are the Astros going to, can the Astros repeat? The Astros cannot repeat if they're going to hit like this. And they're not going to repeat if their bullpen is as, they need they need more consistency from their bullpen, and they need yeah. a better Christian Javier. They need a better Framber Valdez, and they need um, they probably need an, another arm in that rotation to step up. So, again, if people want to you know harp on Martin Maldonado, that's fine. I understand it. He's only hitting one thirty three, which is remarkable for a major leaguer that plays a lot. But that for me is not the biggest problem. Yeah, no, and um, I'm glad you articulated it like that. A lot of times we try to, I guess, say some of the same things, and we get told, "Oh, you're just in love with Maldonado." Yeah, you just, you know, you, you. Um, I actually had one guy DM me and um, ask me if I was paid by the team, and I asked mm-hmm. him why he said that, and he said, "Well, yeah. because you never come out against them." And I'm like, "Well, you know," and I don't have to explain myself to anybody, but when I've been interviewed as many people and players in the organization as I have, and I've gained a certain level of respect for them. I'm very, I'm very careful with how critical I am because yeah. I know for a fact I couldn't do any better. And I think this offense has been its own Achilles heel. It has not. Yeah, been it's, it's under, I think enough. it's, you know, it's, save for, you know, talk Tucker's obviously having the MVP season. If, if yeah. Shohei Otani wasn't in the American league, Kyle Tucker might win the American league MVP. I agree. Um, but Jose Altuve, how many games has Jose, Jose Altuve played? Um, oh, he's like, what? He's, he's played. Like, he's like under 60, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, for the longest time, Altuve and Alvarez were in the lineup together for 13 times. Yeah. Together. Yeah. 
So that was it. <laughs> look, that that's it. Injuries, slumps. It's that they can get hot. I mean, like really hot. And let's 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 kind of preface that by saying they've played excellent coming out of the All Star break. The problem oh, yeah. is the Rangers have also been playing really good, so it's been difficult for them to make up ground. Um, but I'm I'm looking at this game tonight. You got your ace, Framber Valdez is your ace. And what what's he done so far? Six innings, four strikeouts, one earned run, three hits, two runs. It's not horrible. He's, yeah, he's been really he's, good, you know, but the offense, he, that has to be win day for you. It has to be win day, and the offense thus far hasn't showed up. I agree with you. Um, and these are all great words, and we're going to talk a little bit about that mojo and your biggest surprise after we talk to the people about our sponsor, I bought it today. If you want to get paid for shopping and you would like to know how to do that, trust me, you want to go to I bought it. Why? Because they give you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure that you are beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either basically either link your you can link your loyalty account or you can upload your receipt after you go shopping to get the cash back. It's easy. The average Ibotta user earns about $120 per year. That could cover a shopping trip. That could cover a tank of gas, a couple tanks of gas. You can get cash back basically when you buy that flight you've been eyeing. It's all there are all kinds of you know, options that you have. Other apps will give you points. They don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you can get real cash back that you can cash out in your bank account, in your PayPal, or as gift cards. You can get gift cards including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering its listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta for using the code MLB. When you register, just go to the App Store or Google Play, download the free Ibotta app, and use the code MLB. Go to Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play Store or App Store, and use the code MLB. And make sure that you watch the, or listen to the Astros play the Marlins Tuesday Um 5.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. So, Roflo, let's get yeah. back into this because mm-hmm. I, I think there are some poignant things that we need to talk about. Because when I put in there, do the Astros still have the mojo? You know, I told people, I started the season out saying 2022 was a special year. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to not see many teams do what the Astros did because yeah. their starting pitching, their relief pitching, their hitting was firing on all cylinders. Not right. only that, they didn't deal with the injuries that other teams were dealing with. And in the end, that came to a perfect formula where they literally were very close to not even losing the two games that they lost in the playoffs and almost went on a perfect run in the postseason. Yeah. And, and and that's hard to do when you get to the postseason because everybody's giving you their best, especially to do what they did against Seattle off coming off of the big win they had over the Blue Jays. And they were pumped. And they were on fire. And but that mojo, we I think we already kind of talked about it. If they get into the postseason, mm-hmm. if they get there, does that experience help them? Or is the field just that much stronger this year where maybe that postseason experience isn't as valuable in 2023? Well, I think it's I think it's both. Uh, experience does matter. I think experience and the fact that you have a lot of guys that have been there and played in the biggest of games, I think that does matter. Um, you know, I see the question is, do the Astros still have the mojo? And I would say the mojo is pitching. Uh, that That's where the game starts. 
that's where every baseball game starts. And the Astros had unbelievable starting pitching. And that allowed them to not use their bullpen as much during the regular season because the starting rotation, they had so many starters, they would often use a six-man rotation. So what did that do? That obviously allowed your starters like Justin Verlander to get an extra day. That obviously allowed your starters to be better. They were healthy. Uh, They did not have the injury problems in their rotation like they did this year. And that allowed the bullpen to remain fresh. That has not been the case this year. Uh, Their starting rotation isn't nearly as good uh, as it was last year. That doesn't mean that that can't change. I think you have to be encouraged by what you saw from Jose Arquiti uh, last season. uh, Yesterday, excuse me. JP France has been a revelation. Christian Javier is the problem. Is the I don't want to say the problem. He's the X factor. Um, he has yeah, not I mean, been the I mean, same. He no, has not he been the same. Not. And and in the bullpen, I would say Rafael Montero is the other X factor. Getting K- Kendall Graveman is big because you feel pretty good with Graveman, Abreu, and and of course Presley. Uh, those are three. Right, I would throw Stanek into that mix. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so. I, I just think that the, like I said, it, it it's there's a reason there's a reason we have not seen a repeat winner since 2000 with the new with the New York oh, Yankees. It is incredibly difficult to do. And remember when those Yankees were repeating, I, well, I'm trying to think, did they have the wild card round like in '98, '99? I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember the wild it's, card. Maybe someone can can. Um, yeah, someone someone looked that up while we're on yeah. here. Oh yeah, um, Chico, Chico Chico reminded me Chico four ten saying that uh, Naris is also a, a you feel pretty good with Naris as a trusted a uh, exactly a, a trusted arm that there in the bullpen. Uh, you, you know, call me crazy, um, and I have not seen any reports on where he stands. Uh, thank you, Jason. Wildcard was indeed in do, introduced in nineteen ninety three. Um, so I, I'm call me crazy, but. I'm still holding out hope for Forrest Whitley. Um, I, I mean, you know, it'd be great if he could oh, come man. in and, and Gosh, maybe they catch be. lightning in a bottle. You put him in the bullpen and he's like that, that, that fireman out there in the back end that can get some yeah. swing and miss during some big spots. But I don't well, know. I think, yeah, I, you know, um, I want to ask you about your, about your biggest surprise of this season, but I want to kind of dovetail off what you just said. For me, if a September call-up were to happen, I see easily someone like a Sean Dubin or even Spencer Arigetti maybe getting that call. I don't know if you heard, but today they called up Joey Loperfito, left-handed mm-hmm. bat, um, led Duke to their only ACC title, actually had him on the show when he was with the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. This this kid's impressive. He's big. Yeah. He, he called him up, looks, to, they called him to, up to double-A, right? No, well, double-A to triple-A. Oh, to AAA. Okay. So I thought, because I had been talking to a friend of mine who follows the minors a lot closer than I do, we thought that they would leave him in Corpus because Corpus is chasing a title in AA. Mm-hmm. And he said, typically, like they like to get have those guys get that experience together as a team and win that championship. But apparently, his call-up was inevitable. And that's a guy that could be a late-season call-up if – you know, they just feel like Singleton really isn't getting it done. The only problem with Singleton is if you don't keep him, you can't send him down. He doesn't have any options yes. left. Now, they could always, you know, put him out there and then no one claims him. And then he would be like reassigned to AAA, I think, or something like that. Right. 
but Joey Loberfito is someone that might surprise everybody. But I I expect to see Dubin or Arigetti. Um, you know, I talked. I, I know that uh, they did. Yeah. I think Dusty or it might have been Dana Brown saying Michael Brantley is going to be maybe headed out on a rehab assignment in the yeah, next they, week or so. so uh, but I, I think it's incredibly unfair to really expect or count on anything. This is a guy that basically hasn't played, uh, you know, what for over for over a year. You know, he, mm-hmm. he first went out in June, I believe, of 2022 and and hasn't played in a big league game since. So uh, who knows what you get from from Michael Brantley. But I think it's incredibly right. unfair to kind of hang your hat on that. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I will believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dusty Baker said, well, his dad's in town to see him. So that means he's close. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that really means anything. But. You know, sometimes decoding um, Dusty's sound bites is actually kind of fun. Um, we have a little thoughts by Dusty segment we do from time to time because he's got some genius quotes. Now, your big surprise of 2023 is JP France. Yeah. Yeah. JP J. France. It has, I mean, there were, there was, I would say, maybe a two or three week stretch where he was their most consistent starter. And uh, if you had told me that, uh, before the season, um, I would have said you're crazy. So um, I, I like what he gives you. Um, I think the f- having Justin Verlander back into the mix, uh, having now six starters allows uh, allows the Astros allows Dusty to manage JP France's uh, innings. And you saw when I believe it was when they were playing the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, they a couple of weekends or maybe yeah, two weekends ago, they skipped his start, put him in the bullpen. What kind of what they're doing this week with Hunter Brown, just right. to kind of manage his innings. And then you saw uh, just how effective France was in his start against the angels over the weekend. So, um, you know, he, he, to me looks like a guy that uh, the moment's not going to be too big for him. I, I just think he has a really good presence on the mound. I like his moxie. Um He's going to have to pitch some big innings, uh, either down the stretch or in the playoffs or both, whether it's as yeah. a starter or a bullpen or whatever. He's going to have to get some big outs at some point if the Astros are going to ultimately get where they want to get. I hear you, man. Um, and I want to I want to talk to you more about, you know, the Astros repeating or where you see them between now and the postseason before we do that. Um I want to talk to the people about FanDuel. FanDuel is the um, basically the football season is getting started and kickoff is here. So FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. So you just pick a team to win the Super Bowl. Now, if you pick the Texans, that might be a little Homer-ish. But hey, if they get four wins, you get bonus bets every time they win. So, you know, see there is a silver lining. Um, maybe you go with the Rams, maybe you go with the Jets because they've got Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the Bills will finally get it done or the Chiefs are, I guess, everybody's favorite. Um, maybe Derek Carr will do something in New Orleans. Look, I'm just saying, your favorite team can win. And if they win, and you choose them to to win the Super Bowl, you get bonus bets. So why not bet on your team? You can use bonus bets on spreads, player props, over and unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. 
It's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Take time to visit FanDuel and check it out. And just know that if you want to hang out where the guys at Locked on Astros hang out to watch the Astros dominate the competition and hopefully hit more consistently, you know, you, why don't you do this? Why don't you go to Hooters? Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. Every week, Monday through Friday, they have specials. If you are listening to this on Tuesday, Tuesday is $9.99 burgers and fries. Go get some. Wednesday, buy one, get one wings. Thursday, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. And Friday, $19.83 crab legs. Also, if you are doing a fantasy league and a fantasy league draft, go to your local Hooters and tell them you want to have a fantasy draft party at their restaurant. It doesn't matter if you're in Galveston. It doesn't matter if you're in Seabrook, NASA, Pearland, Sugarland, Katie, Humble, wherever you go in Houston, there is a Hooters and they are there to make you happy. $3 Blue Moon drafts all the time, $9.99 McLove Ultra Pitchers. So why don't you take our advice and go hang out? Great wings, great brews. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And I've got to tell you that the Astros do play the Marlins again, whether they win or lose today at 540 Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch. The Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. So, Robert, I'm not I'm not getting the the homerish hometown mm-hmm. H town vibe from you about the Astros because I hear you distinctly saying, "Okay, look, here is what is before you. Yeah, this is the table that's set, and you know you can't look." You can have a good steak dinner and have leftovers, but the leftovers aren't as good as the original meal. I think, though, if the Astros do get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. that they can let their experience and look for all intents and purposes and all the talk that we have about Dusty and his lineups and all this stuff. Last year in the postseason, he ran a master class. Last year in the postseason, he put the right pitchers in at the right time, he put the right lineups together. And that's really part of the domination. A lot of people don't, they kind of forget that. What do you think? Do you think they can repeat? They certainly they, can. They certainly okay. can. What will it take if they do? They're going to have to get better offensively. They're going to have to get better production from certain pieces of their bullpen. And they're going to have to play exceptional defense. Um you know, when I look at the American League, um, I would put the Rangers, the Astros, the Orioles, and the Mariners as my top four teams right now. Um, when I look at the National League, the Braves are far and away the best team in baseball, and it's not close. They're better no. than the Dodgers. Does that mean that's going to stay that way? We still got a lot of baseball to play. We're only in mid-August, but right now... They are the best. I'm. I'm. I was watching earlier before I came on here. Uh, them. They're playing the Yankees. Uh, they're beating. The, I mean, they're destroying the Yankees. They're taking them apart. They've got the bases loaded. They've already got eight runs, and it's and they're looking for more in the bottom of the third. So right now, the the Atlanta Braves are the best team in baseball, and it's not close. Uh, the Astros did go in Atlanta and sweep them. So yeah. you know, it, the Astros have shown they're capable, but. You know, listen, uh, as I said, it's mid-August. Um, guys can get hot. Uh, guys can go in slumps. Uh, there's injuries that can happen. So there's a, still a lot of baseball and a lot of questions that need to be answered. But I look at the National League, it's the, it's the Braves, it's the Dodgers, and it's the Phillies for me. 
Um, I, I and and for a dark horse pick, the Milwaukee Brewers. So that's my top mm. four in the American League. My top four in the National League. Um, <clears throat> if I had to, if I was a betting man, which of course I'm not, I would put my money on the Atlanta Braves winning. Oh yeah, they they look like they look like an unstoppable force right now. Um, as we're talking, Jose Altuve doubled and Jeremy Pena scored. They've cut the lead in half. Know. They've they've oh, they, you know chip away at the lead. One of the things they have done this year is they have done a decent job of scoring runs late, seventh, mm-hmm. eighth, and ninth inning. There really is no give up. I do like in the clubhouse that there never seems to be any panic, though. To be quite honest, and I sure. think that. I think that sometimes bothers some fans. I was reminded of this. You remember when the movie Fever Pitch came out with Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. about the you know the ultimate fanboy kind of fan. And, and I, I remember, I believe it was after one of the losses to the Yankees in the playoffs, they saw Johnny Damon, Jason Veritek, one of the other um, Red Sox eating at a restaurant, enjoying their meal. And yeah. so Jimmy Fallon and his buddies see him. He's like, look at those guys. They're over there. How can they enjoy their food? They just lost, you know, and that's how fans think. Like Mm -hmm. we think that the players should be so overly concerned and, and, and beat themselves down. And maybe not everybody thinks that, but I think we, we have this unrealistic expectation, but this team I think is seasoned. They're veteran enough. They have the leadership. If you get out to, they look, Pena's started heating up lately. I mean, he's two for three today in the game. Mm -hmm. He's hitting more. You know, McCormick is still hitting. You know, if you can get these small pieces producing on a consistent basis, yeah. I think you can run them up against anybody. Absolutely. It would be. I mean, look at what the Philadelphia Phillies did um, right. out of the wild card last year. So it, it all you have to do with today's format is just get in. Um, I like to say get in, get hot, and get going. You know? That's right. Um, you know, would, would the um, would it help the Astros to win the division immensely, immensely? Yes. Um, but if that um, if that doesn't happen, then I still think that they can get a run into uh, into the postseason. Here's a good question from Adley: Will King Tuck get his deal done? I'd like um, to know your thoughts I don't on know. that. Um, you know, Dana Brown said uh, last week seemed to uh, be very enthusiastic about that possibility um you know the the astros cost themselves probably several millions of dollars by not getting a deal done in the spring because i'm here to tell you kyle tucker's new deal it's going to start in the twos it's starting in the twos maybe prior to this season it would start in the ones um i have a feeling i don't know this for sure have a feeling that the astros were using the jordan alvarez uh, deal as some sort of framework. Uh, Kyle mm. Tucker is going to get paid more than Jordan Alvarez. Uh, Jordan Alvarez oh, yeah. is is one of the most feared hitters in all of baseball. But with all due respect, he doesn't play defense like your like Kyle Tucker, and he doesn't run the bases like Kyle Tucker, and he hasn't That's been right. as healthy as Kyle Tucker. So um, I yeah. don't think that you can use that framework uh, any longer. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I have. Um, and I don't think it'll take a 10 year deal. I think it'll, I think it'll take about a seven or eight year deal. I think about 260, you give them about 37 per year. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get it done. And just, to, just to wrap this up and tell me whether you agree with me on this, because this has been my take all along. You let Springer walk. 
you let Correa walk, you let yeah. Cole walk, you let all these guys walk. Yeah. If there's one guy that is due a big contract, mm-hmm. Kyle Tucker is the guy yeah. that you've got to get that deal done. Yeah. Agree or disagree? I, no, I, I agree with you. Now, in, in the Astros' offense, three of those players that you mentioned, two of them, have they really had the kind of immense impact with their new teams? I would True. suggest no. The fall uh, off has been a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, did the Astros <laughs> miss uh, George Springer, uh, you know, in the post, you know, when, when right. did Springer leave in, in 2021? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, no, they didn't really miss him. And Chaz McCormick, it looks like he's settled in nicely. And you want to throw Jake Myers in there as kind of a mm-hmm. two-headed monster. Uh, Carlos Correa really has yet to find, you know, his his dominant presence there in Minnesota. He's shown flashes, but look at what Jeremy Pena did. Uh, now Garrett Cole, on the other one, on the other hand, um, that that's the one for me. That if you still had Garrett Cole, okay. man, that's something. But Garrett Cole didn't want to play here. Didn't want to play in no. Houston. He always no, wanted he to go wanted to New York. And oh yeah, he was in that's New York. Just guy. the way it is. But but you're right. The the Kyle Tucker one, if you find a way to ink Kyle Tucker, then this run has a chance to go a little bit longer. If you don't, then I think you're starting to really wonder how much longer is the window going to be going to be open. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, you know, there's also um, I will um, put a, a, a final bow on this. And this is what I keep trying to tell people is. Technically, the Astros don't really have to do anything for the next two years because they have a controllable asset at an extreme discount. So business-wise, it infuriates the fans, but it makes sense to not pay the man. But and and also, I think you got to consider that uh, Framber Valdez needs a new contract too. Exactly. Uh, So it's Dana Brown and and Jim Crane. They have. they have some decisions to make. Um, I know they want to stay below the luxury tax and and I understand that. Um, so uh, what are you going to do with Altuve? What are you going to right. do with Bregman? Um, Cause so he's it, four it's hits away from 2000 right now. I mean, he got three hits tonight, so he's four away from 2000, I believe. Yeah, so you're right. Um, he's yeah. So, all right. Well, Hey, you know, Robert, thank you so much for joining me got on it. the show. Um, our fans, I know they look forward to you coming on because, I mean, you. it is a big deal to get you on, not only oh, because of who you that. are yeah, and what you do on MLB Network, but, man, you're one of us. Like, you make us Houston people feel significant because, yeah. dude, it's a tough world out there to be an Astros yeah. fan. <laughs> and you hold the fort down. Still, one of my favorite, um, I guess, narrated segments was what you did at the end of the 2022 season. Oh, That yeah. is something that I've probably watched 100 times. You did a phenomenal well, yeah, job. Yeah, I mean, uh, just, you know, if people haven't seen it, they can just search, uh, maybe just search my name or Astros or, um, and, you know, they, they can find the essay. Uh, you know, we all. You know what? I'll it. link it. I'll yeah. put a, I'll put a link on my Twitter page and you got uh, it. I'll just let people reminisce. But again, tell the people where they can find you, where they can watch you and, and maybe where they can watch you play some MLB The Show. Yeah, find me uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Real Flow. And then, of course, uh, MLB Central on MLB Network, uh, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Houston time. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Y'all make sure that y'all give him a follow on X or Twitter or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you no, very much. Roflow Ro is not choked up. Roflow is. Now my voice Ro has just been, Ro I've been badly losing right my now. voice uh, for the last month. So, um, but thanks everyone for the, for the nice comments. I appreciate it and uh, enjoy the rest of the game and I'll see you around the corner. Definitely. Thank you guys. Appreciate you, Roflow. Y'all have a good one. It. This has been another great show for Locked On Astros. I'm H. John Wellhouse. He's Robert Flores. And this is for all of us at Locked On Astros. Thank you for making us your team every day and becoming an everydayer. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out Roflow in the morning. He's going to have some great things to say no matter what happens. Y'all have a good one. And as always, go Strohs. Great show, Robert. Thank you. Thank you, my man. Have a good one.